This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Jason Shepard and Blaine Fowler. What's good, everybody? BYU Sports Nation is live. We are your day-to-day sports play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Today is Thursday, May 13th. Thank you so much for tuning into the program. My name is Jason Shepard. Teamed up with a man, even though it's just May, he already has his Thanksgiving plans set. He is Blaine Fowler. Well, and it's not just because BYU has players in all three games that day. For it's a not just that? No, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I think you know this. You and I have had this discussion and over the years. it's for many, many reasons. It's all because of the three Fs. Thanksgiving is about nothing but the three Fs. Which are? Football, family, and food. And why don't you tell everybody else another reason why you like it? Well, because I don't like this stupid holidays where you have to go get a present for somebody and go shopping. So you, don't, you don't have to buy anybody. sappy thing. card. Like, it's not a Hallmark holiday that somebody made up so that we have to go buy a card for somebody. It's a real holiday. It's a football holiday. All we do is just sit there. We don't have to prepare it's even better if we just get the thing catered in because then nobody has to do any work, right? Well, except the people that have to make the food that's catered. It's okay because that's not my family. <laughs> <laughs> so well, at least you're being honest You just watch it. football all day with the people that you love. You don't have to do anything. And, hey, this, this Thanksgiving, you know, NFL schedule release, we got triple header of games involving BYU players. Yeah, Could there it- is a BYU – there's at least one BYU player on every – uh, game that will be on on uh, Thanksgiving, which is pretty cool. The NFL obviously released our schedule last night, and we're going to get into a lot of that coming up. But it's pretty cool that regardless of the game you watch on Thanksgiving, you are going to see a former Cougar. And it just goes, Blaine, to what we've talked about so much. It is a great time right now to be a BYU fan and to watch these guys in the NFL. There are so many guys representing the Cougars in the NFL. It's so much fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. And and this season there'll be a lot of rooting interest for BYU fans cuz a lot of a lot of players dotting the rosters of, of NFL teams and some really, really visible players yes. that we'll talk about uh, today. But you combine that with Thanksgiving, now you just can't miss. And, hey, guess what? I don't think anybody's going to tell us this year for Thanksgiving that we can't gather as families. I think that's behind us as well. So Hopefully it's behind us, yes. I, I think we're in good shape. This is, a, this is a holiday that we can all look forward to. All right. Here's your show lineup for today. We just mentioned it, the NFL schedule officially released. Which BYU-centric NFL game are you most looking forward to? Also, Zach Wilson making his weekly appearance on the program, talking about his first week as a New York Jet and his thoughts on facing Sam Darnold in game number one, the former Jets quarterback, plus the quiet assassin Andrew Pintar from BYU Baseball joins us from Stockton where the Cougars get ready to face Pacific for three beginning tonight. It is the Cougars' final road series of the year. But first, let's bring on today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. NFL schedule release. The Jets released their full 2021 schedule. Taysom and the Saints play Zach Wilson in the Jets in Week 14. Zach faces off against Kyle Van Noy and Harvey Longy uh, of the Patriots in Week 7. Uh, a lot of other big games on the docket in that NFL schedule, as we mentioned, that involve BYU. Players. Yeah, and we're going to talk about those coming up in just a minute. This is some news that we knew was coming down, but we were just kind of waiting for it to become official. Well, it was made official this morning. The Milwaukee Bucks 
make the signing of Elijah Bryant official. Bryant was averaging 11 points, three rebounds, and two assists with Maccabi Tel Aviv. The former BYU Cougar will wear number three with the Bucks. And some interesting things with that. We know that they had to buy his contract out, which means half a the, million dollars. The Bucks are serious yeah. about Elijah Bryant. When you're spending half a million dollars and that doesn't count towards money you're actually paying the player, you're serious about yeah, wanting serious him in your about, I'm so excited for Elijah. Couldn't happen to a better guy that's worked harder. So fantastic. Headline three here, BYU baseball's in Stockton, as mentioned tonight, to begin a three-game series against the Pacific Tigers. This is the Cougars' final road series of the season. Listen at 9 Eastern on BYU Radio. That's 107.9 FM, as well as BYUCougars.com and the BYU Cougars app. This team's hot right now. Yeah, playing well. yep. playing, uh, playing really, really well. Women's golfer Alicia May Mateo finishes tied for 52nd at the NCAA Stanford Regional, shooting 10 over par. Mateo closes out her junior season at BYU, having posted the Cougars' lowest score in eight of 10 tournaments. She has been on fire. Sean Hill of BYU Tennis will compete in the NCAA Division I Men's Tennis Championship. On the individual side, the competition is scheduled for May 23rd through the 28th in Orlando, Florida. Hill led the Cougars with 17 singles wins this season, competing in the number one spot all year for the Cougars. And congratulations to BYU men's lacrosse advancing to the MCLA National Tournament semifinal game after beating Liberty 10-7. Gavin Christ finished with four goals and an assist in the victory. Cougars taking on Texas today. And how about Cougars in the minors? Jackson Clough hit a homer to score the Harrisburg Senators. That's the Nationals AA affiliate. Their only run in their loss to the Richmond Flying Squirrels yesterday. The Senators face the Flying Squirrels again tonight at 6.30 Eastern. That's one of my favorite mascots. Minor, minor league baseball They're, mascots are very fun. The Flying Squirrels. They don't take themselves too seriously. And I'm telling you this right now. What's making right now? The making bacon. No! Yes! They're the making bacon. Come on! Making always has the best. It's, it's fantastic. They have you the you best mark ones. my words. Jackson Clough, as you mentioned, double A right now in the Nationals organization. First of all, they love him. They love him. They are so happy. with was a six-round draft pick. This guy's going to be in the majors in the next two to three years. You watch. He is going to be playing for the Washington Nationals in the not-too-distant future. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending, presented by BYU Food to Go, the MVP of your next event. All right. Despite a lot of it leaking out uh, earlier in the day yesterday, the NFL released the 2021 schedule last night. So some of the, the shine was taking off or taken off because we knew a lot of this before. But with so many Cougars on NFL rosters, it was fun to see when they might be facing each other. So, Blaine, that brings up this question. What is the one BYU-centric NFL game you are most looking forward to this season? Well, when, when I looked at the schedule, if, because Zach has been just so visible this last couple weeks, being the number two pick in the draft, I immediately started to look at where the Jets were going to play in any big matchups there. And my eyes were drawn to three games that Zach was going to be involved in. And I'll tell you which one I'm most interested in. And, and, and the first is in week one, they play the Panthers. Sam Darnold, my boy Christian McCaffrey from Stanford, Dallas's a teammate. That's a huge game. Um, I'm also looking forward to week 14 because Zach gets to face off head-to-head with Taysom. I think that's going to be a fun one for all BYU fans to see. And then uh, 
in week 16, number two pick Zach Wilson against number one pick Trevor Lawrence, the Jets and the, Z- and the Jags go head-to-head in week 16. So those three jumped out. If I have to pick, you're telling me I have to pick you one. Have to pick, what's the one BYU-centric game? I'm really interested in opening week. I want to see Zach play, and could there be any more pressure on him? The Jets got rid of Sam Darnold, and they dealt him to the Panthers um, to bring Zach in, right, to say basically you're the guy. So now here are the reins. Now Jets fans are going to be watching, and they're going to be saying, okay, well, he's going to play against the guy they just got rid of. Does he need to outplay him in that game? I mean, there's going to be a lot of pressure on Zach. And Jets fans, uh, you know, from a guy that grew up in New York – they can be brutal. The, the test will be right out there in week one. So this is a big game uh, for Zach Wilson. It's, it's probably the one I'm most interested in because I'm interested to see how he plays. I'm interested to see how Sam Darnold plays. Um, a healthy Christian McCaffrey probably in that game. And I'm interested to see if the Jets are different. They picked up some new weapons offensively, new coach, you know, new, new offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator. They're going to build this thing around Zach. I'm just so anxious to see all of that, that week one looms so huge for Well, me. and let's not forget, obviously, Brady Christensen on the offensive line there for Carolina. So there's another tie-in. You have Micah Simon that signed out of the pro day with Carolina. So if he's able to make the roster, that's another BYU tie-in. I, I'm, I agree with you. That's probably the one. And I'm taking fandom aside, you know, obviously. And we had this discussion yesterday on the show out of, you know, week one. The, the game I was most interested in was Chiefs-Browns, just simply because of uh, being a Kansas City fan. But I'm with you. I, I think Jets at Panthers, for all of the storylines that you brought up, that's the one. Because... After all the hype, this is the first time that you're going to be able to see him. Obviously, there'll be you know there'll be you know earlier games, you know preseason games, that kind of stuff. You'll see stuff coming out of practice, but this is the one that counts. And so to be able to have that, uh, I think that's the one that I am most looking forward to. But but there's there's another one too, and, and I'm I'm going to go a little bit away from a game that features. Cougars on both sides. Before we get to that, though, let's look at some of the other ones because we focused a lot yesterday on week one because that was really the only full week that came out yesterday. But some of the other games of note throughout the uh, the rest of the schedule, you have week four. You have the Raiders at the Chargers, so potentially Matt Bushman and Michael Davis. You know, week three, you have Saints at Patriots. So if Taysom – and we're going to go into the assumption Taysom Hill is the starter. So you have right. Taysom Hill – versus Kyle Van Ooy and Harvey Longy with the, with the Patriots. You have Tampa Bay at the Saints. So Tom Brady, you know, the versus, GOAT. Versus Taysom, versus right? Versus Taysom on Halloween. So, I mean, there are a lot of really good matchups that will feature BYU players. But the, the one that I, I'm really focusing on, and, and it actually happens to also be week one, is Packers at Saints. And again, Going under the impression that Taysom's going to get the starting job, and that's why it has so much appeal to me. With everything that's going on with the Aaron Rodgers stuff, and whether he wants out, whether he'll be back, whether he's going to get traded, all of that, right out of the gate, if Taysom is the starter, and there's always people that are going to doubt him. We see it every Sunday when he does something. You have all the haters come out that want to, want to throw you know, shade Taysom's way. If Taysom and the Saints and they're hosting this game, by the way, they're hosting Green Bay, if they can come out and beat a team that I assume will still have Aaron Rodgers, that sets a tone, that, and that right out of the gate, that, that's one, you, you, it's a feather in the cap 
right out of the gate as a starting quarterback for Taysom Hill. So that's another one that I'm paying attention to. It also just happens to be week one with Jets at Panthers. See, I love that. I love that take. And and because, you know, we talk about Zach a lot because he's been so in the spotlight this last couple weeks and because the draft is just, just, you know, we've just passed that. And so everybody wants to know what Zach Zach is going to do. But Zach's going to have a little bit of leeway because he's a rookie. Right. And he's and they're going to have to kind of live or die with him because they dealt Sam Darnold. Right. And so people are going to forgive some mistakes from him early on. Maybe not Jets fans, some Jets fans. But I think people by and large go, he's a rookie. Are they are they even any better than they were last year? They were horrific. They only won two games. Do they look better offensively? I think he has more leeway as a rookie than perhaps Taysom does, because Saints fans and really the whole league is looking to go, Okay, what happens post Drew Brees now? Taysom Hill, they've been grooming this guy. He's been in the slash position. This offseason, they told him, don't train like a slash. You know, take, maybe take a little bit of weight off. You work on nothing but quarterback skills this offseason, and now you're the guy. I think a lot of people are going, can he be the guy? Can he fill those big shoes? And I don't think he needs to fill those shoes. Yes. Those are Hall of Fame shoes, right? But can he be a starter in this league at that position? Well, and the one thing Taysom has to deal with that – Zach does not is a guy pushing him in Jameis Winston. Right. They just don't have that and, in New York. And, and Taysom's going to be on a team that's expected to win. Yes. If the Jets go out and win five games, they're three games better than last year. The expectations are much lower with the Jets. So I'm with you on that one. I think that's a huge, huge game um, uh, for Taysom, and I'm excited to see Taysom. And, and, and by the way, I'll go around the record right here. I think he, I think he is an NFL starting quarterback. I, I think, think he's, he's going to be great. I think he's going to do really Look, good. he still has, you know, he still has things to learn, but he, 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 he proved it when he got the, the opportunity. The guy can flat out play, and he's yes. a leader. He'll be, he'll be just fine. All right, topic number two. Okay, with the NFL releasing its composite schedule last night, we, we had a chance to see uh, who Zach Wilson will have to face in his debut month in the NFL. So did the NFL schedulers do Zach Wilson any favors with this this schedule for the first, let's say, four to six weeks? Look, not, not particularly, and, and it's not their job. I mean, it's not their job to give the Jets, you know, a, a cakewalk schedule or, you know, to, to ease their way in. It's it's not what they do. I mean, you, you look at what they opened with. We've already talked about the fact that they open up at Carolina. But look at some of the other stuff. You're facing the Patriots twice in the first six games. So you have Carolina. Then you have New England, Denver, Tennessee, Atlanta. Then a bye. And then you face New England again. So in your first six games, you're facing Bill Belichick twice as a rookie. Bill Belichick is going to be salivating to have his defense go against a rookie quarterback, regardless of who it is. But so, so no, they didn't particularly give Zach Wilson or do him any favors at all. And look, for the first six games, they're on the road. Four of the first six games are on the road. That's also a very difficult thing right out of the gate to be able to, to take a, a largely new team from the top to the bottom they're they're pretty new all over the place, and to go to the on the road for your first six games that's that's a tall order. Yeah, when, when I look at these teams, Shep, I, I look at it and I'm going, okay, you know the hey the Patriots aren't the old Patriots, but but they're gonna play great D. Yeah, it's a Bill Belichick coach team, right? And I look at that lineup and going Panthers, Patriots twice, Broncos who aren't world beaters, but they're very solid defensively, right? So so they're going to face a pretty solid defensive lineup in those first six games. So Zach's going to be challenged. 
The four of six on the road, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to decide whether that's good or bad. Sometimes when you have a young team and you get them out on the road together, they gel, right? And that's a, that, maybe that's a good thing. And not having to play in front of home fans with high expectations too much in that first month until you get your feet under you might be a good thing. So, so I, four of six on the road could be good, might not be good. But I do think it's a challenging defensive lineup for Zach Wilson to face in those first six, six or seven weeks. All right, our question of the day. What is the one BYU-centric NFL game you're most looking forward to this season? Let's hear from you. Let's get to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. First response coming in from Nathan Salt on Twitter. Nathan says, if Taysom wins the starting job in New Orleans, then it has to be Jets-Saints. In week 14, kind of what you said, one of the ones that you were paying attention to. Otherwise, I'm looking forward to week one, Jets-Panthers, as the first chance to see Wilson in the NFL. I think most people will probably gravitate towards that one because there's so much hype with Zach. There's so much hype in terms of, of what he can do. And then to be able to have that added you know, dimension of facing the guy that they traded away so they could draft you, I mean, it's just a layer that's uh, it's pretty incredible. I think most people... We'll, uh, we'll gravitate towards that. You can chime in on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget to use hashtag BYUSN. Yeah, good take, Nathan. I'm with him. So, well, coming up, which NFL quarterback matchup has your attention? But next, speaking of Zach Wilson, he's going to join the program talking about his first week as a New York Jet. This is BYU Sports Nation. This segment of BYU Sports Nation is presented by BYU Food to Go. The MVP of your next event. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Watch a senior night blue and white scrimmage with the WCC champion BYU softball team. Coverage begins Friday, 7 Eastern on the BYU TV app. We are live in Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. My name is is Jason Shepard alongside Blaine Fowler. And for the past two months, we have had a weekly conversation with Zach Wilson as we followed him on his journey to the NFL draft. Well, it's kind of sad to think about it, but uh, this week is our final installment. And Spencer and I talked with Zach yesterday about his first week as a New York Jet. Here's that conversation on the Desert First Credit Union Hotline. Zach, how would you sum up the last week of your life as a member of the New York Jets and what you did, what you accomplished, and everything that's been going on? Yeah, it's been exciting. You know, I'm having a good time out here in uh, New Jersey, Florida Park, and, um, you know, having a good time meeting the meeting the new players and, you know, kind of everything we've been going through. You know, this past weekend we had uh, rookie mini camps. It was really just an introduction to the offense, you know, really trying to learn the plays as quickly as possible, just be able to get used to the speed, the tempo, you know, calling plays with the mic and the helmet and, uh, you know, but I'm having a blast, you know, time, time's flying by. Well, and I'm sure it's just like all of the preparation going into being drafted and everything that went into that. Has it all been a blur or have you been able to sit back and at least absorb everything that's happened to you in the last week or so? I mean, this is just unbelievable. Yeah, you know, I've had a little bit of time to kind of just reflect back and understand, you know, how how exciting this moment is and all that kind of stuff, you know, now but it, but now it's to the point where really uh, you know, it's it's crunch time, you know, we got to learn this this playbook as quick as we can, uh try and get to know the team my teammates as quickly as I can and uh you know, it, it's really, you know, starting over kind of like it was in college my freshman year. 
just getting getting the playbook down so I can go out there and start executing and and running the offense and then finding the little things that I can change up as we go along and and just get more and more familiar with everything we're doing. A lot of people are excited about the early connection that you have with uh, Elijah Moore, who is a star rookie receiver. How is that relationship developing through now a little more than a week? Yeah, Elijah is a great guy, and I think I think really our relationships has come because of uh, we both we both have the same goals and you know the same dreams of being able to play in this league and and uh, not only just getting here but but playing at a, a super high level and and you know having everyone know who we are as players. And so, you know, it's awesome because I, I hold him accountable and he's definitely holding me accountable for everything we're doing. Uh, and we're, we're making sure we go and we get workouts together. We're learning the playbook, playbook together and, uh, and then, of course, throwing together. So uh, it's nice to have somebody that's there to push you along the way. Speaking of the playbook, and, and obviously without giving away trade secrets, of course, how similar or how different is the offense you're now learning? How similar is that to what you were used to prior to yeah i mean similar as far as some of the concepts go um you know there's some that you can you can match up to what we did at byu maybe like what you're trying to achieve uh is working off the same coverages same defense all that kind of stuff but but really as far as terminology uh it's you know it's 100 percent different the way that they call their routes uh the way they call their concepts their formations um you know everything from the cadence the way you got to call the play in the huddle uh, it's all completely different, you know, even as far as defensive IDs and um, calling different fronts, uh, you know, different blitzes, all that kind of stuff. It's all completely different. So it's really like learning an entirely new language, um, you know, but it's a new challenge and it's, it's a lot of fun. This can seem very overwhelming for most human beings, Zach, but I don't get that impression from you, nor have I ever when you've been challenged with a playbook, whether at BYU and now at the New York Jets. So what is it about this situation that you like and not so much uh, feel anxiety over? Yeah, I think it's just understanding, you know, it's just another step uh, in, in the whole process going on. It's a new challenge uh, and it's going to take time. You know, we, we've all realized coming to this point, uh, it's going to be a process as far as learning the offense, getting used to everything that's going on. And, and the coaches know that. So they're patient with us, but, but it's exciting. I mean, I think that's why it's not overwhelming is it's a lot of fun to, to be able to get in the film room and watch, you know, why this play is designed for these certain reasons. And, and uh, once you put it all together, it's a lot of fun. You know, that's what makes football exciting. I don't know how much time you guys have actually been able to spend together, but how nice is it to have a familiar face and Tristan Hodge there? Yeah, it's been great. You know, Tree's not out here uh, right now. He was out here this past weekend, um, you know, for, for our rookie mini camps and they actually split uh, the O-line and offense completely separate just because, you know, we weren't allowed to have that many guys in. So, I really only ran into him one or two times, but he sat right behind me on the flight out there. So, you know, it was great to have, you know, a familiar face out here and somebody that I'm just, you know, accustomed to being around. Did, did he kick your seat? <laughs> and did you, and did you recline know, back knowing he was behind you? I did. I did. That's how comfortable we are with each other. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. Zach Wilson with us on BYU Sports Nation quarterback for the New York Jets just finished up uh, rookie mini camps and much more to come in the very near future. In fact, Zach, what is the next big event on your calendar in preparation for quarterbacking the New York Jets? Yeah, you know, kind of like I said, right now this week we're, we're, we're doing tons of meetings trying to trying to install the offense as quickly as we can. 
Um, you know, the coaches from rookie mini camps have kind of just given us a lot of the plays and concepts and things. And we're on our own, uh, trying to just get those in as quick as we can, because starting next week on, uh, on Monday, you know, we start first, uh, OTA practices and stuff coming up and, and you don't want to go out there and have no idea what you're doing. So you want to be able to, to show up and be prepared so that you can play fast. And so, um, you know, that's really where I'm spending most of my time, you know, obviously still trying to put some weight on, uh, still trying to get faster, you know, work out in the weight room, all that kind of stuff. Um, and just take care of my body, but really it's, it's the mental stages right now. I'm just cranking down on the offense. Okay. A couple of quick hitter questions that aren't necessarily important right now, but fans care about these things. Uh, first and foremost, the Jersey number, have, have you settled on number one or number two? I'm actually going to wear number two. Uh, you know, that's going to be the number I, I carry with me. Uh, you know, hopefully my entire career, if it's available, you know, that's, that's going to be something I, I, um, I think is going to be cool. It'll be a staple, you know, to represent me. Okay. And the second quick hitter is, have you settled on like a key phrase in your cadence and what you call it up the line? I know every quarterback's got their thing, blue 42, whatever. Do you have a thing that you are settling on? Well, you know, part of our offense is it's already built in, you know, we have white 18 is what we say. Um, and that's just what everyone says across the board. You know, we don't change that. Um, white 18 is going to be, uh, what we keep as a team. So are you basically in New York now moving forward before the season, or are you going to be coming back and forth? What's that look like over the next couple of weeks and months? Yeah. So I got out here last week and I'm going to be here probably until the end of OTAs, uh, probably till June 24th, uh, the whole stretch of time. I just want to get used to being here, uh, being around the guys, being able to throw with these guys, you know, hanging out outside of football, uh, just being in the film room as much as I can, you know, so I think it's important just to be here. Uh, you know, I'll have, I'll have pretty much the whole month of July off to be with family and all that kind of thing before training camp starts. And there's been a lot of stories come out talking about how you've already been in contact with teammates about doing some of these off season workouts and getting together. What, what kind of plans do you have for stuff like that? Any chance you, you bring the guys out here to the state of Utah and let them experience the altitude a bit? I don't know if they want to go to Utah, but, but we'll have to see. Uh, maybe, maybe they'll bring me to Florida or something like that where it's nice and warm. Uh, you know, but we've talked about things. And we're, we're mostly all going to be here. Uh, you know, we haven't decided on anything in July. You know, definitely when that time comes around, we'll be able to figure out some off-season training stuff. But uh, that's why all of us have, you know, gotten in communication so soon is because a lot of them are starting to come back out to New Jersey and we're, you know, we're able to, to do a lot of stuff here together. Um, so, you know, once July hits, we'll be able to figure out a better schedule. Former BYU star and now current New York Jets quarterback Zach Wilson with us on BYU Sports Nation. The NFL schedule release dominating headlines this week. Very exciting time. Uh, You know, as uh, now everybody in the football world knows, that week number one will feature a showdown with your former teammates Brady Christensen, Micah Simon, and the Carolina Panthers. How do you feel about the week one matchup against those guys? Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Uh, Carolina's a great place. It's going to be fun to go down there and play those guys. Uh, great team. It's going to be, you know, probably some good weather, I would assume. Uh, so it's going to be fun to, to be able to see Brady and Micah and those guys. I have to assume, though, you – look, we, we know who their quarterback is, Sam Darnold. We know the situation there. I have to assume you are not too surprised that it was either going to be Carolina or maybe Jacksonville that you were <laughs> going to be facing pretty early on. The NFL loves these type of storylines, don't they? Yeah, most definitely. You know, that's what gets the fans coming back and, and the fans bringing the money, which keeps the whole game going around. So, 
you know, it's exciting to have these kind of matches for sure. What do you think about the idea of uh, moving back towards packed stands? Is it going to be a weird transition for you based on what you just came out of in the pandemic? Yeah, I hope it's not weird. I hope it's, you know, back to normal and, and feeling, uh, you know, I hope having fans in the stands isn't, isn't a shock to me about how loud it becomes, you know, but I think it's definitely needed. And, uh, it'll be fun to definitely have, have fans. I think the excitement and the energy is going to be going to be unmatched. It's going to be a lot better for sure. If you can throw that pressure pack pass in Knoxville in front of 90,000 plus, I, I think you're going to be okay, Zach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll be all right. You know, Zach, I know you've touched on this in, in previous appearances on the show, but I, but I think maybe as a reminder to people, we know you have some family in New York, but what's your plans in terms of family? Are you, are you going to be out there by yourself most of the time? Are you going to have family coming out either living with you or near you? What's that situation? Yeah, so it's you know it's crazy how it worked out. My uncle David, uh, they were in New Canaan, Connecticut, and I think he still got a house there. But but most of the family has moved to Utah, you know. So maybe uh, every once in a while, uh, my uncle David comes back to to New Canaan, you know, which is a good hour and a half away. But you know, pretty much the whole family's in Utah, and so uh, you know, my close family will come out and visit. You know, every once in a while, they'll make sure that they come out and and get to see me. Uh, but really, it's going to be me on my own for. for you know, 95% of the time that I'm here, it's going to be just me on my own and, uh, you know, hanging out in, in the film room and all that kind of stuff. Because, you know, when you're here, it's a grind. You know, there's not much free time on your hands. There's not a lot of time to go to the city and enjoy, you know, what's going on because, you know, football is the main priority right now. We just got to make sure that we're always uh, spending pretty much our whole day on that. And with that said, we certainly appreciate you working us into your schedule and uh, can't tell you how much fun this has been to kind of experience this journey with you to a small degree and do so on BYU Sports Nation. You've spoken a lot about your coaches, your teammates. Zach, with this as your platform, speaking to BYU fans, what would you like to say to them kind of as your parting words as you open up this brand new chapter of professional football? Yeah, just thanks for all the support. You know, everything that I've been through, you know, couldn't have happened without you guys. And, uh, you know, I think the exciting part is it's it's not over yet. You know, it's I know it's uh, it's always been exciting for me to watch Cougars in the NFL and, and be able to watch them represent our team, um, you know, on TV every Sunday. So I think it's going to be cool that we're going to still have that that fan base of Cougars uh, cheering on now in, uh, in New York. Zach, uh, again, thanks for the time, my friend. Wish you the best of luck. Stay in good health. Uh, slam into that playbook, get things going, and let's give you some BYU Sports Nation karma so you can soak it all in. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right, that's Zach Wilson on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, you know why. We show how. And Blaine, every time I either talk with Zach or see Zach in an interview or on the field, beyond anything from a skill set perspective, I, I always come away with the fact that nothing seems to phase him. It's, it, is, it is an absolute skill with everything that's going on for him to, whether, he, whether it's happening inside and he just doesn't show it, but to, he looks as calm as can be at all times, and, and I'm jealous of that because that is not, that is not how I'm wired. Yeah. And there, I'll tell you, to succeed at that level, when you make the jump from high school to college, you have to have the mentality that, yep, I belong here. You have to think you can play at that level. 
it starts with that, or, or you can't even get anywhere, right? And the same goes for you go from the college level to the pro level. You have to just assume, I'm, I'm a great player. You have to tell yourself that all the time. And I can play at this level, and I'm going to succeed, and this isn't going to freak me out. And he is, he is a master of that. He's confident, but he's not cocky. He nope. stays humble. He's confident. He's in the moment. And, and he works so hard. I, I think he's going to get along really well. Um, Robert Salah, who's the uh, – did I say that right? Salah. Salah, who's the head coach at, at the Jets. He's got this mentality, um, all gas, no break. Yeah. Um, and then their offense coordinator, Michael Floor, comes from the Niners as well as their passing coordinator. Same mentality. That fits Zach so well. I think he's going he's gonna to love playing in this offense. I'm so excited to see what he could do in the NFL. All right, what's coming up? Well, coming up, Andrew Pintar, the WCC Player of the Week, joins us from the road. And is Isaac Rex a top 10 tight end right now. We will discuss this is BYU Sports Nation. This segment of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Visible Supply Chain Management. Sit back, relax, get your popcorn ready because the the latest BYU SN right now is giving you a preview of the big time show we will see from the Cougs in the NFL this season. Check it out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. He is Blaine. My name is Jason, and this is BYU Sports Nation. Let's whip it. Cougar Whip Around, presented by Visible Supply Chain Management, tackling America's most challenging shipping problems. All right, which Zach Wilson quarterback matchup is most important or interesting for you? Is it week one against Sam Darnold? Is it week 14, Taysom Hill and Zach go head-to-head? Or is it week 16, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson? Look, I'm going to stick with what we talked about in the first segment. I, I still think it's game one. It's week one versus the Panthers and Sam Darnold. There's just too many storylines. Plus, let's be honest, Zach Wilson's going to be a completely different quarterback in week one versus when he possibly takes on Taysom Hill and the Saints in week 14 or Trevor Lawrence in week 16. Could be a completely different quarterback by then. So for me, it's still week one. I'm going to agree with you on that, although it's been a long time since we've seen two BYU quarterbacks start against one another in a National Football League game. It's been a while. I'm really excited. We're thinking, thinking, if if somebody wants to correct us, we're thinking it was 97, a a Ty Detmer-Steve Young matchup, but uh, if someone can think of one that's more recent than that, we'd be be open (laughs) open to that, but uh, it's been a long, long time, and, and I'm excited for that. I'm with you, though. I think week one with Sam Darnold is a Big, big test. All right, we're going to put you on the spot. This is first glance, instant reaction. Now that we know what the Jets' schedule looks like, how many games will Zach Wilson and the Jets win this year? I, I don't know if I'm doing this right now. Oh, you're going blue goggles. I don't know if I'm doing this right now. Or not. Alert. If, if maybe I should have alert. green goggles. <laughs> well, get the, the, the teal the, ones. Okay. They're kind of are these, are these greenish? I'm right. going to go with these greenish ones because I'm going to say seven. Okay. I, which is, I, I, folks, I realize that might be a little bit crazy. I, first of all, I love this coaching staff, and I think they're going to make a difference. Remember, that's a five-game improvement over last season. That's a lot to ask in the in the NFL. So I'm going, I'm going with a big-time stretch goal. Um, I'm not sure the Jets fans would even be happy if they win seven. I'm certain that, that, that this front office would be happy if they won seven games this season. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say. 
if they get to seven. And if they get to seven, then Zach Wilson will have had a great season, and this this new staff is going to have uh, they'll look favorably upon what they did. Okay, so this these this is the parameters I set for myself. I looked at the Jets' schedule, and then I, without thinking, it was just rapid. It was like win, loss, win. You know, I, I did that. I've got four. I've got four wins, <laughs> and and look, it's not going to be easy. But here's the thing: I, I don't know if this year is so much about the wins. I think it's more look. Joe Burrow, they weren't they weren't lighting it up in Cincinnati, but you could tell that things were on the right track and things were moving and the offense was working. That's what I think this year is about. I don't know if it's so much about wins and losses as it is showing the improvement. Can they look better losing? And and well, and in giving people hope that it's on the right track. I think that's what the season is. Are you saying four? I, I said four. Okay, well, I'm gonna go seven, you're gonna go four. It's probably gonna be in between those two. So okay. Elijah Bryant. Officially a Milwaukee Buck. We talked about that as of this morning. What role do you see him playing for the Bucks this year? Um, I don't know if I see him having much of a role. I think he's there for depth. And, you know, if he plays, it's probably because of injuries and whatnot. I think he's there mostly to get in the building, get the system down, and be ready for, say, next year. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think... Elijah has the skills to play in the league. I've said that all along. He's a good perimeter defender, which you can always use those. He's got good length out there, and he can create his own shot. BYU hasn't had a lot of those guys. True. Give him the ball, isolate, and you have to be able to do that in that league. I think he has the skill set to, to stick. And remember, they bought his contract out. They want him there. So maybe not a big role this year, but I think he has a future. All right, for the second day in a row, big game boomer making an appearance in the program. Uh, this time, the site puts out a list of the top 50 tight ends entering the 2021 college football season. They have Isaac Rex as the ninth best tight end. Too high or too low? Way too low. Wait, high is the higher number. Like, no, you're right, low. Like, he's rated too low. Yes. His number's not high. He needs to be higher. He should be a top five. He will be a top five. We watched him all spring long. He's even better than he was last fall. He's a top five tight end. Uh, ditto. This guy is legit. He is an absolute weapon for BYU. I cannot wait to see him this year. Complete player, and he will show that this fall. All right, coming up, the star of a former BYU quarterback continues to rise. And baseball playing its final road series this weekend. Andrew Pintar, there he is, joining us from lovely Stockton, California. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU baseball begins their final road series of the season at Pacific tonight at 9 Eastern. Listen to tonight's game locally on BYU Radio 107.9 or on the BYU Cougars app. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. We are coming to you live from Studio B. He's Blaine. I'm Jason. And joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline, BYU infielder Andrew Pintar joining us from his hotel room. Penny, how are you? How, is, uh, how are things in beautiful Stockton, California? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. It's a cool little place here. Yeah. Well, look, I, I, I know based off of the, the schedule that I know you keep when you're on the road, I've got to imagine, what, you got breakfast done, what, about a half an hour ago, and now it's kind of just getting yourself ready for the game tonight, right? Yeah, we kind of got all day to kind of relax, you know, get ready and get in the right mindset. Got a good breakfast in, what matters, and we're ready to go. Look, I, I know it was tough to lose the final game at San Diego, but you guys playing so well right now. You guys playing well in that series. You took two of three. What do you think are the main reasons why the team has gotten into such a nice groove right now? 
you know, these past couple of weeks, you know, we've kind of figured out how to just play and have fun. You know, we've been a lot, we've been really uptight lately, especially at the first of the season, you know, we were down, you know, but we kind of settled in, we found our groove, we found out how to have fun, you know, and our guys are just starting to play for each other. You know, that's what matters. And this last series was so, it was really fun because, you know, two good teams going at it, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's a fun environment, you know, and yeah, we just got to carry that into this weekend and the next. Well, the team's playing really well here down the stretch. Individually, your season's been outstanding. Lead the team in batting average, hits, runs scored, tied in triples. How do you describe your season personally? Yeah, um, you know, I've had my ups and downs this season for sure, but I've tried to stay as consistent as possible, and I, I try to stay even keeled throughout the season. A lot of guys ask why I don't ever get too low or too high, and it's just – it's just because I try to stay consistent and, you know, that's what helps me stay, stay like that. And luckily I've had a little bit more ups and downs this season, but yeah, I just got to keep going to finish the season strong. Yeah. I think that's an understatement, Penny, more, <laughs> yeah. more, certainly more ups than downs. Your season has been unbelievable and, and it's been fun too. Your, your power numbers have, uh, have spiked over the last uh, couple of weeks. You've had three home runs in the last two series. Now, right now, Cole Gamble has eight home runs. So he leads the team, with eight home runs, are you, are you looking to give Cole a little bit of a run for his money over the next couple of weeks? Hopefully. Hopefully I can give him a little run for his money. But I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to stay consistent and keep seeing the ball well at the plate. You know, home runs come from swinging good, but we'll see what happens. Hey, how bittersweet is it to be playing so well right now at the end of the year? You guys really on a roll but knowing that the normal format for a conference tournament isn't in place. You guys are in fifth right now. You're playing where you could possibly get into a fourth spot on a normal year. That would get you into a conference tournament and an opportunity to play for an NCAA tournament bid. But that, but that's not out there right now. The team's playing so well. How tough is that? You know, it was really tough hearing that we weren't going to have a tournament, a conference tournament this year. But knowing where we are now, we're just, you know, we're trying to finish the year strong, you know. That's the only thing we really can do, and that's the only thing we can control right now is to just come out these last two series and finish strong, just like we did this last series. So for those that do not know, uh, you are engaged to be married this summer. So once the offseason arrives, what, what's going to be occupying your time? Is it going to be the wedding plans? Are you looking to maybe play some summer baseball? What's the plans for the summer? Yeah, I'm actually pretty occupied this summer. I'm actually going back out to Minnesota to play more baseball for the whole summer. But And right when I get back, I'll be getting married. But I'm putting a lot of pressure on her, you know, my family and her family to kind of get it all ready to go. But, yeah, we're, we're super excited. We're really excited. And, and so, so, Penny, this is an opportunity. We're showing some of, the, some of your photos uh, when, you, when you asked her, what's, what's her name? This is an opportunity for you to dote on your – on your fiance a little bit, give everybody an idea of who, who you're marrying. Yeah, her name's Rachel. She, um, we're high school sweethearts. We started dating my junior year of high school. You know, I've known her for a long time. She's an amazing girl, and I, I cannot wait to marry her. We've been looking forward to this for a long time, and we kind of figured this is the right time for us. And, and there was an opening at the end of the summer when I get back, so we thought, what better time than now? So we're super excited. Uh, congratulations. And hey, take it from two guys that are married. This is the best advice we could ever give you. And it seems like you already know this, but it's not your day anyhow. So <laughs> like whatever she says, you just shake your head and go, yes, dear, that's 
on, on the wedding day, this is all about you. You can just focus on baseball. Let her focus on that. And I think things will turn out just fine, Andrew. That's, that's the way it goes. So, hey, before we let you go, give us the scouting report on Pacific. You guys are poised to start uh, your final road series of the season. Uh, what do we look for in Pacific? Um, you know, I think they're a pretty good team. I, know I don't think their numbers show it, but, you know, they've beaten some teams. We just got to come out with the same mentality we had against San Diego, you know, staying on the gas pedal, staying aggressive. You know, that's what that's when we play our best is when we don't play relaxed. We just go get it. And we just got to take that into this series next. And I think we'll be just fine. All right, Penny, uh, let's give you the uh, the BYU Sports Nation karma. We'll send it to you and the rest of the team. as You guys play your final road series looking to keep uh, keep the good play going against the Pacific Tigers. Uh, congratulations on on a fun season so far. It's it's obviously great to to cover you and these guys, uh, and good luck against the Tigers. We appreciate you joining us on the show today. Thank you, thank you for having me. You bet. That's Andrew Pintar on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, you know why we show how. Well, coming up, your responses to the BYU-centric NFL Game of the Year. And our rise and shout-outs. It's all coming up. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation's Rise and Shoutout is presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. BYU Sports Nation, always available on demand via the BYU TV and BYU radio apps. Or download the podcast, just Google BYU Sports. I do like this one. (laughs) I don't know why I do that. (laughs) BYU Sports Nation podcast, and don't forget to subscribe rate and review the show so when you type by the way do you type like this or are you uh no no i, I do like this uh, see i i i've gotten really quick at this. no i'm really good. I, I'm, I'm like a hybrid of this and this I, like i don't like to brag but i'm like an 80 plus words a minute guy like hello yeah no i don't oh. know i don't know it's just a gift it's Look, just it's just it is a apparently gift. it is a gift all right our question of the day what is the one byu centric nfl game that you're most looking forward to this season let's get to our elite voice of the day presented by sundance mountain resort on twitter tyson peterson says i think week 14 is the most exciting to see so much byu visibility with zach and Taysom. it will also be interesting to see if tristan plays as well look i think tristan hodge has a fantastic opportunity to make the new york jets look the owner of the team woody johnson and in case you don't know who that is First of all, you know, Johnson & Johnson, you've heard of right. that brand? Yeah, that's his family. He was also, I believe, he was the ambassador to the United Kingdom under, under President Trump. So this is a guy, like, this is a guy that, you know, comes from a, a big-time family who owns the New York Jets, and he's tweeting, hey, it's great to see two former Cougars back together on the Jets the other day. And he had a picture of Zach Wilson. I don't know if he personally tweeted it or had somebody do it for him. But I'm like, if the owner of the team is tweeting about you being back with Zach, I'd, I'd say they, they're at least aware of you. Yeah, and Tristan has, a, a, you know, he's got a great body and great mentality and all that. We didn't get to see him reach his potential last year because of injuries and sickness and all kinds of things. Man, I'm just I'm sending him out great wishes to just stay healthy because if he's healthy, yep. dude can play. Yes, absolutely. absolutely can play. All right, let's get to today's Rise and Shoutouts presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Who gets yours today? Mine goes out to John Beck. Hey, the Forbes list had Deck Prescott, the fourth highest paid athlete in all of sports last year at $107.5 million. And, oh, by the way, 
He's a student of John Beck's. Like, John is making a huge name for himself. He is the quarterback guru in football right now. Well done, John. Congratulations. My shout-out goes to John Beck. By the way, the, the other highest-paid athletes last year, Conor McGregor was number one at $180 million. Uh, Lionel Messi at 130 and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo at 120 And then Dak Prescott. Everybody yesterday was kind of freaking out like, Zach Prescott, really? He I made know. that much money last year? Crazy, crazy. Right, uh, my uh, rising shout-out is going to go to Elijah Bryant. We mentioned this in the show. It's official. He's now with the Bucks. So, first of all, signing with the Bucks gets the rising shout-out. But more than anything else, fulfilling his dream of being in the NBA, obviously that's everybody's dream if you're in basketball. You want to get to that level. So the fact that he is on an NBA roster, that's just unbelievable right now. Also, we want to uh, update you on BYU lacrosse. They are up 4-3. Uh, on Georgia Tech in the MCLA semifinals. Uh, and so we talked about uh, them winning yesterday and advancing. So uh, they're up 4-3 uh, on Georgia Tech right now, again, in the semis. So good luck to BYU lacrosse as How they continue. And to, to, you just have another really BYU team in a national championship game? You're a lacrosse guy. Yeah, and, and I grew up in New York, so anywhere in, in, the, in New England or that northeast part of the United States, lacrosse is a big deal, and it really was where I grew up. If you played football um, and you didn't play baseball or track, coach wanted you to be on that lacrosse team. Big big sport. I follow it, and uh, let's hope BYU gets into the finals. I have never, I've never played lacrosse, um, but it's one of those things, like over the last, I don't know, four or five years specifically, and maybe even closer to 10. Like, that's been one of the more popular yeah. youth sports. That, you know, like, you know, you have soccer and all that, but lacrosse, like, everybody seems to be playing lacrosse these days. Well, and football players, that's a good transition because, and they love it because they get to run around, smack into people, and sometimes they get to hit people with sticks. So that, you know, that's, <laughs> you just want to go hit somebody. That's hey, why you football like it players so love anything where they just get to hit somebody for no reason. And that's that's one of those sports. So. All right. Our thanks to today's guest, Zach Wilson, as well as BYU baseball's Andrew Pintar. Hey, the conversation continues 24 seven on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just use the hashtag hashtag BYUSN. For Blaine, I'm Jason. Shout out to Jason Kukahiko. Remember Jason? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Uh, I believe Orem High School wide receiver and uh, obviously with BYU in the early 2000s. So and look, and his name's Jason, so he's got to be cool, right. right? Go Cougs, baby. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. BYU Sports Nation back at noon Eastern at 9 a.m. Pacific. We'll talk to you then. Go Cougs. Should we pull in more tables? Yes. yes.